Hello, this is Carrie Pike with Carrie Bears, and you are listening to Something to Hold On To, episode number 56, The Coke Lady. Thank you for joining us. I have Scott Berlin on with me today, and we are going to talk a little bit about his sweet mom, his fun mom. I don't know. We're just going to talk all about his mom, but um, Scott did Bears with me, gosh, it been like about six months ago now, maybe. Yeah, I think actually, yeah, I got him done on Valentine's Day. So that's I, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it has been a few months, but yeah. anyway. Um, so Scott's mom, I'm just gonna let you tell all about her, but she lovingly is called the Coke Lady, right? The Coca Cola right. Lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's um. Well, tell me her name. Just tell me her name. Tell me what she was like, like as a mom. Oh, so my mom's name is Elna Berlin. Yeah. She was a fun mom. She was a strict mom. She's a little bit of a perfectionist, but she, her kids meant more to her than always was there for. She was the one where a lot of the neighbor kids came over and we gathered around and we all talked and she answered questions and she, she was just a good mom for everybody. So, she just had just a sweet spirit and everybody liked her. She made friends pretty easily, even though I think at one time shy, but she overcome that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did, did she tell you that, that she was shy? Well, it kind of come out. She was the youngest in her family, but since she, she had all these older sisters that kind of, you know, took preference and she was the little hang along one that had to go on their dates with them when they, and be the chaperone <laughs> so anyway she's kind of a little bit on the shyer side but she's having kids if you being on her own raising us for the most my dad was always on the road traveling he was a truck driver so she was the one home taking care of us and getting us to do everything so (laughs) i did not remember that he was a truck driver that takes a lot out of you too and oh yeah a lot of time in the week so is he just driving truck all week long and home like on the weekends or did you see him basically much? He, he picked up produce he had three semis in his busiest time that he ran from california to edmonton canada he'd pick up produce and take it all the way to edmonton canada and then come back and pick up grain in montana and bring it i don't know where he brought it sometimes to utah sometimes to california i don't know where he brought the grain but we got to go a couple of times as kids in the summer and right so that <laughs> fun so my brothers did I don't think my sisters ever got to but yeah my brothers did so wow that's a long haul it's a long haul yeah and it was kind of and we're supposed to be just um of course there was no really cell phones or any gaming devices or anything to do like that you had to sit quiet and look out the window at the scenery (laughs) (laughs) no audible no books on I mean maybe books on any of that stuff I love that kind of stuff now but no he never did any of that (laughs) but yeah so so mom was the one home raising us he he did provide financial support but then she paid all the bills and did all that kind of stuff too so she had a pretty busy life so and how many brothers and sisters do you have so I'm the oldest and I have two brothers and I have two sisters all of them live here except for my one brother that's in the middle he um, lives out in Roosevelt Utah so but still not too far. Oh, no, not too far. Five yeah, so we yeah. Five sons and with his 18th five. grandchild on his way. So, Wow. Look he, at you guys. Your mom has, would just. 
Yeah. Love she, all this. Yeah. Yeah. When she died last year, it's almost a year ago. On the 31st, it'll be a year. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. That's kind of wow. hard. We've had and, to go through all the holidays without her. So, yeah. What would you say has been the hardest? One of her favorite holidays was actually Halloween, which was surprising. She, she liked the cute kind of Halloween stuff, the fun stuff. So, <laughs> Not the scary stuff. <laughs> Not the too scariest stuff. Although she did dress as a witch a couple of times. But that was only if her hairdo day fell on Thursday. Halloween fell on Wednesday so she could get her hair done on Thursday. And it would only be messy for one day. <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty particular on how her hair looked. Good thing I was the hairdresser that did it, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. Did you, did you grow up doing hair? I can't remember how you got into hair. Well, you know, it's kind of something that I kind of just fell that I liked. I started doing my little sister's hair when they were just tiny little kids yeah. and practice different styles on them and everything. And I just curled and I would style my mom's hair. She'd wash and put in curlers and I'd come it out and style it and fix some of her friends' wiglets and things like that and wigs when they were in style. And then I went to the hair salon and watched how they did it. And it was something I kind of wanted to always do. So wow. yeah, I started it right out of high school. So you have, and now I'm in my 49th year, so. <laughs> wow, Scott, you have quite a following, too. I know people that just, they will only go to you. I mean. That's what you want anyway, huh? <laughs> yeah, you've got a gift there. How fun that you could do your mom's hair. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love my boys. That's what we were able to we're so blessed that we were able to do it just five days before she died because we had with COVID, she was all on quarantine and we couldn't get in and couldn't see her. And it was like, oh, this isn't our mom. It was yeah. so sad. And we finally just found out we could take her out. So we took her out on my sister's birthday on the 26th and brought her to my salon. And my sisters did her nails and I did her hair. And when I was helping her out in the car, she I said, oh, mom, we're going to have so much fun. We're going to celebrate Joan's birthday. And she got this really sad expression on her face and I said mom what's the matter and she goes I forgot Joan's birthday present and I said oh you don't Aww. need to worry about that my sister had taken care of it all and remembered everything but that's how she was she didn't want to forget anything and didn't want to miss out on anything but she she was pretty tough during COVID she hung in there and always put on a happy face for us but what? anyway that was so fun we did that I did her hair and it was a blessing in disguise because she hadn't been able to have it done and her hair was long and worn up in a Oh, wasn't anybody could just do it. So it was great. So then she chose to, she got up the day before she died and was all worried again that she saw on the counter that it was her hairdo day. And she had a little bit of dementia by then and she was confused and then she fell. And the next day it was kind of a little bit too much for her and she kind of slipped away on us in her sleep. So that was Oh it. my goodness. So it was kind of a shock then you were kind of, you weren't. Yeah, we weren't quite prepared. Was... We were planning on trying to sneak her out the ne or take her out the next day, the next Sunday, and let grandkids come to the door and see her and stuff at my work. But um, she had other plans. I think she, her kidneys and things just kind of gave out on her, and she was kind of done. So, but Aww. I was always worried doing her fancy hair. How I've done a lot of people's hair that had passed on before, and it's quite an honor and a tribute to do their hair. Kind of to me, it's like. The women that anointed Christ's body and took care of him. It's kind of one of the last things you do for a person when personal and special thing for mm -hmm. him. And I was always worried because having done it before, I didn't 
know how I was going to do her hair in this up to because she's laying on this block, you know, and their hair's not exposed. But, you know, having had it done, it worked out really well. And I just had to recomb it and fix it. And it turned out good. And my sisters worked with her makeup and it turned out beautiful. And she looked 20 years younger. So. Oh, she would have loved that. She would have been so oh, happy. Yeah. <laughs> she was. Yep, she would have. Yep. It was really special. So you wonder how things fall into place, but they do. Yeah, they do. You're so right. You, you know, that is, that is pretty amazing that you had that opportunity. And I love what you said about, you know, as a gift to families, because I, there's so many times when I've seen someone, I'm like, that's not what their hair looked like, or that's not what they look like. And for you to be able to give that gift to someone else and have the families feel really comfortable and you know, recognize who they lost, who, you know, just really connect with them. I write that last minute. I think that's so sweet. Well, at first I didn't do that. In fact, when my own grandmother died, I, they asked me and I was kind of new in it. And I just said, you know, when I do grandma's hair, it's always fancy and everything, but I kind of want grandma to look like the grandma we know. So I think her hairdresser should do it, which we had done. And I was really glad that we did that. And that's what I have. My clients ask me, oh, well, you're going to do my hair. And I said, well, you better let your kids know so they can call and tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be glad. Yeah. It's my honor to do it for these oh. special clients. So. Yeah. That is so sweet. Okay, you you said your mom loved holidays and she loved Halloween the most. Did she yeah. do games or parties or? We what always had a. Um, she always made her homemade chili, and we had friends of hers that came, and they brought donuts, and we had um, this apple cider, and we all came and dressed in our costumes or. All the grandkids would always come and have chili, and at least stop by and see her every Halloween, and she did that right up until in her 80s when she just kind of got too much. So then my sisters kind of made the chili and kind of tried to do it in her behalf until she finally went into assisted living with her falling and everything. We couldn't keep track of her. We yeah. didn't her to be hurt. She fell a couple of times and laid for two hours waiting for somebody to get there. So we just couldn't have that happen anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. But she did that. We always had a Christmas party. We always had the Halloween party. We had birth. She's we. She was always at everybody's birthdays, and a lot of times we had birthdays in her backyard. So, several weddings were in her backyard, oh. and so even my first um, reception was back there. And several of my cousins had their receptions back there. So it was really fun. That's I was so one neat. that helped her with her yard work, and she always puttered around in her yard. That was one of the things she really loved, and that's where I learned my love from gardening, too. And several of my sisters and brothers, they also, and we've all learned a lot of the things from her. She just liked to keep a garden. What, nice, so. what traditions and what treasures she passed on to you? I love that. Wow. That's so you know, when I spoke at her funeral, uh, things that I thought about talking were the things that she taught me. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I spoke about, like those different things, like her love of gardening, you know, how to cook, how to follow a recipe, how to treat people of all races with respect and love. Those little things that kind of um, you instill with your own children, too, as yeah. you stem. So it gets passed on down. So. What a beautiful thing. What a, yeah. What a tribute to her for what she was and who she was. Uh, okay. Now tell me for everyone else out there listening, tell us about why she was the Coke lady. 
<laughs> well, I think it started mostly because she loved the color red. And then she loved Coke and it was red. And she kind of just kind of started picking up a few little pieces. And then when people found out she liked it, then it was what we all found. Everybody with most of her collection was brought to her from other people. And they would find something if they were in another country or a state. Some of her grandchildren served missions and went to different countries. And so they brought back different things from the, for her Coke collection. And, and everywhere you'd go, and we still to this day, my sister has her Coke collection in her house now. And we call and say, and she gets cousins and nephews say, look, I found this at a Coke thing. Is this something you want to have? You know? oh, I <laughs> and love so but my mom's it filled a whole room and expanded into her kitchen and into her family room. And she had quite a Coke collection. If you ever want to read about her or see her on, you can just Google KSL Coke Lady, and it will come up. She was actually featured twice on KSL. So oh, once with their Coke room, and then another time when um, Swire Coca-Cola Company found out about it, they called him and asked to talk to me, to arrange it, and they had her come out and take a tour of their another three-minute um, Andrew Adams did the reporting, and he actually did both of them. And it was, in fact, it was so exciting. The first one, the guy that was the camera guy was so enamored with all the things. He went out and got special cameras that slid in a straight line to film the rows of Coke cans, and he put background music. He edited it. It took him several weeks to edit before it was shown on New Year's Eve day or New Year's Day Eve or something like that. And um, he won, like, second place in the country for his um, – editing and his filming of it so that was kind of cool we learned that a year or so later yeah that's amazing I actually when you told me about it I googled it and watched it and she is the happiest fun lady yeah you get a get you get a taste of her personality there yep that's for sure she just and and my goodness so many things of coke like well and we made bears out of the coke tablecloth and the tote the coke um curtains and just that was really an interesting thing Carrie because one of my clients um came in to get her hair done and she had lost her mom only a couple of weeks before my I had lost mine and so after I was done cutting her hair she said you've got to see what I've got in my truck and so I went out and there she had four teddy bears sitting all along in the cutest little out material and I said they're so well done and she said um well they're made out of my mom's shirts. One had a little Utah sign on it from a sweatshirt and all this. And I thought, oh my <laughs> word, that is so cool. You'll have to give me Carrie's name. <laughs> and anyway, it was so cool. But the ironic thing about it was I had just given my mom's clothes to my cousin that was the same size the day before. And I'm going, no. really? After my sister's a big, so all of her clothes were like gone. And I kind of hated to be an Indian giver and ask for some things back. But I kept thinking <laughs> about it. And I finally thought, well, you know, my two sisters would be the ones and my daughter would be the three that would really appreciate the bears the most. My one daughter used to collect bears and so did my one sister. But um, so that's when I kind of got the idea. I started thinking about what about Coke stuff, you know? And yeah. I... Um, called my one brother-in-law and I said, now that I know I didn't tell him what I was going to do, but I just said, Hey, do you know of any of the Coke shirts or sweatshirts or there that I could look at? And he said, well, they don't want them ruined. 
<laughs> and then more I thought about it, most of that material was prints. But then I remembered that she had leftover material from the tablecloth she made for when she decorated and the curtains. That, so it's kind of a gone with the wind thing, make a dress out of curtains. We made a bear out of curtains. But yeah, <laughs> like it was so funny. So I kind of still wanted to be a surprise to my sisters. And my one sister called and said, oh, one of the tablecloths has got Coke spilled all on it. Can you help me get it out? You have OxyClean or something? I said, sure. And so <laughs> I cleaned that, but she gave me extra material because I went online and I could not find Coke material anywhere. Couldn't even I find know. I know. So I was so excited that she gave me that. And then I said, now, what are you going to do with the drapes? And she said, well, I kind of thought about making a balance, but I don't know. I said, well, I use it all. Let me know. And so finally, she let me know. And so there it was. I had the two bears, one for each of my sisters out of the two different Coke materials. So they turned out so cute. And those little hearts that you made out of the Coke material that went with them were so cute, too. But oh. I did remember one dress that was in there, and it was the dress my mom wore to my daughter's wedding. And I called my cousin and did ask her. And she says, well, we've tried it on. It's a little dated and everything, but so we haven't used it. But you're welcome to have it back. And so she, I said, well, there's a couple other things. So she brought that, other little blouses and stuff. So oh, my daughter, when I gave her that honor, I saved that bear to give to her for um, her 40th birthday, which on, was on May 14th. And um I had a picture of her with my with her grandma and her at her wedding wearing the dress. <laughs> so she had known about the bears from my sisters, but didn't know anything else about one for her. And so then when she opens that pack, I had it in a Coke sack and everything. And she's opened it up and she's going, Oh, is oh my word, is it what I think it is? And then she started to cry and <laughs> that kind of the reaction you kind of, you know, it's a tender moment, a tender feeling, something that will be special for the rest of their lives, you know? Yeah. And that's the same thing with my sisters on Valentine's day. I called them and said, Hey, I have a gift for Valentine's from you for, from mom. Um, are you going to be home? Well, of course we're going to be home. And so <laughs> I took one each of them. That was the same reaction that they were so thrilled and so surprised and couldn't believe it. And each of them have a special place that they put it in their home to remember or buy. So Aww. The fourth bear, though, that I had done was that blouse that my cousin did bring back was one that my quite a bit, and it was all in my colors, browns and oranges and yellow and greens, and then it was so cute. I had the little um, tea napkins that I thought maybe we could make a jacket, but you said, oh, look, E on it, and so we put that as a heart over its little chest, and, and you left a little zipper. It was a little jacket blouse that turned out so cute, so <laughs> I got to keep one for myself. So we the bears. That's how we got to meet anyway. I I love it. I love all of that. And how crazy that you had just given her clothes away. You know, you just don't know what to do with them. That's what I it know. is. Well, you know, sisters and looked at a few things and it, they were different sizes and smaller than them and different some of them. And so my cousin that we got called and it, they fit her and we didn't just want to we wanted if somebody could use them that's how my mom was if somebody could use them it would be better so yeah I couldn't believe it I just <laughs> the, the timing was just like literally I brought him to work and carried him and put him in her car just before she got her hair done it was so <laughs> funny the day before but anyway but it worked all out and good in the long run yes they all the coke really stuff and all of that so did your mom drink a lot of coke a lot of what? A Coke, Coca-Cola. Did she drink a lot of Coca-Cola? Oh, 
You know, she did for a little time period, especially when we were, I remember going to school, she'd always have one around four o'clock to kind of give her a burst of energy and stuff. <laughs> then as she got a little bit older, she had some heart issues and heart trouble. So she had to be really careful with the caffeine. And so she kind of would drink it mostly caffeine free. And yeah. so that's what she did. And then, um, but she was none of this diet or sugar free stuff she <laughs> the, real the real stuff. thing, huh? It's <laughs> the real thing. Yeah, she was. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so cool that that Coke. You know, they they had her come out and tour her their facility. And what was it in Florida? Did you say? Well, so what happened? No, so they have one here in Draper. Oh, and so they invited her out. It's where they do the packaging and everything. And they took yeah. her. It was so. She's ever Coca-Cola shoes as she's sitting on this little golf cart thing going around for the tour. And I'm walking along by the side and all my brothers and sisters and our spouses got to be there that could come. And um, they had a little luncheon for us after and they presented her with some fun gifts, a funny Coke hat and some socks and a scarf and <laughs> six bottles of Coke with her name on it. Oh, <laughs> and then the main the main CEO of the company said, "Cliff, we're just so proud of the way you made Coca Cola such a lifelong thing for her to do." And she was eighty five or eighty six at the time. And they said, "We are going to take you and one other person to go to Atlanta, the world of Coca Cola in Atlanta." And um, oh my word. Just squealed with the light and couldn't believe it. And we were excited and we're all going, who gets to be the one to go? You know. <laughs> but we had a lot of things kind of that was in July. And so, and her health was starting to decline some then. This was a year before she died. And um trying to work it out. So my two sisters and I finally decided we'd split the other one three ways, and then we all three took us, took her, and um, which it worked out really good because she needed the help with all of us there. And so we took her in um, first part of October of that year. And it was just great. She, that we had ran into her just from seeing her Coke thing. He ended up collecting Delta things and he arranged his schedule to make sure she was helped on the plane. And he was on the flight coming back from Atlanta with her and everything. And and everything it was just really fun that just another friend that she met from collecting you know and he just became another part of the family and he was just there for her <laughs> it was kind of fun so we just had a great time yeah I mean I think she was pretty worn out by the end of the time but we had a still private tour she got to hold the Olympic torch from you from the one or the ones in Utah when it was 2002 from the 2002 Olympics there because they <laughs> always sponsor Coke always sponsored the Olympics. And so mm. it was just fun. I think we had we've spent six hours there, you know, between the tour and the things you see and all the gift stores after. Oh, my word. It was really fun. What a memory. What a huge gift and a treasure that you get to you have in your heart with her for the, all of that. That's so fun. What a oh, fun thing. Yeah. And it's, it's a bonding thing. And um, it's been really cool since my mom died. I always did her hair on Thursday and then I take her to lunch and we did that for over almost 50 years, 45 years or so, six years, I guess. And mm. um, so my sisters and my one brother that lives here, we've kind of, 
kind of made Thursdays our lunch date and we try to get together every Thursday as many of us as we can and still have a little lunch. Even during COVID, we just pick up something and take it to my sister. So we're kind of honoring her and it's given us some closure and some time to talk about mom and talk about what we learn from her and, and just experiences there. And it's so funny how each person will have a little different insight. Kind of like we're not forgetting things and we're being able to learn things that we didn't maybe know, you know, that how it happened to each of our brothers and sisters. So it's been really a good bonding time. It's been really kind of neat in a way to have that tradition carried on from our Thursdays. So it seems like she instilled bonding and connection with you guys and just really pulled you as a family together, you know, even in the situation with your dad, not being able to be there so much, like she, she had that, I guess, just tradition to, to hand down to all of you and you're keeping it going. I love that so much. That's so sweet. One of the things she did to do that and keep that bonding was she sent for every single holiday, she sent a card to every one of her kids and grandkids and either signed love, love grandma. You know, she didn't Mm -hmm. do a lot of writing it, but she took them all and stamp them all and find the little cards for every one of them. And, and, and when we were looking back at um, memories, one of the, my nephews, that's actually a step nephew that was the memory he felt really special about that she didn't forget and leave him out. And he lived clear in Pennsylvania, but he always remembered every birthday, every holiday. And she did that. And she did that right up until in her eighties when it just got too much for her. Oh my goodness. What so a that was a little thing, you know? Yep. She just loved to do Reggie's little things that what? she loved to do. And look at you. You're continuing on. Ooh, one thing I think would be neat. And I don't know, I've done this with my mom a little bit. Um, is just have, when you're talking about her with your siblings, maybe just hit record, you know, just record it because oh, yeah. your kids won't know all that you've talked about. And sometimes it's so cool. I'll go back and listen to some things I've recorded with my mom and go, Oh, I forgot she said that. Or I forgot that we talked about that with my siblings. You know, I don't know. It's something to kind of preserve now that we have so much, so many technology things to do it. <laughs> I did. Very good idea. That's great. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Well, thank you so much for sharing your mom. I loved making those bears and I love watching her on, you know, the segments of the news that she was the Coke lady and she was so much more (laughs) than that. So much more than that. But she just had a flair for life. And I think that's wonderful. And I can see it in you when we've talked and when we've met. And I love that. So great. Well, she had a special place in a lot of people's hearts, and they, a lot of people really loved her. So mm-hmm. we're carrying that on. So. Yes, you are continuing on. And she'd be so proud. So, so. Uh, well, we think so. You know, it's kind of fun. We, I covered her grave for Memorial Day with the words Coca Cola out of flowers and <laughs> <laughs> like a big, some lady driving by. I'll bet you can see that from. It's one of the satellites up in space. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but it did get a lot of attention. Anyway, just little things come to our mind and we, we make sure they get done. We just kind of do fun things. Her tombstone, her headstone actually has a, you know, laugh, smile and ha- share a Coke. It says right on her headstone. So. <laughs> that With is a little a- bottle of Coke. 
character. That is the <laughs> sweetest thing. Well, no doubt she's seeing all this. You know, she's laughing and smiling right along with you all. I love it. Oh, I'm sure she is. Yeah. That so. is the cutest. Well, thank you for sharing today. I so appreciate it. And it's been a pleasure to meet you and do bears. And anyway. It's oh, it's great. All these little things that bond people together is great. And I appreciate your doing that for us. It was a special thing that will be well remembered in our family. I love it. So Thanks thank for you. letting me be a part of it. Thank you, Scott. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for listening. If you or someone you know is grieving and would find comfort in having something to hold on to that is tangible and a part of their loved one's journey, please visit our website, carriebearers.com. My book, Something to Hold On To, is also available on my website. These stories of different people in their grief have helped so many find hope. The book also includes a chapter on the making and delivering of the September 11th Carrie Bears to the FDNY, NYPD, and Port Authority families in New York City. This is Carrie Pike, creator of Carrie Bears, wishing you love and laughter, hope and healing.